mom life. It's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow. And we all know there will be little bumps along the way, but why not have fun and enjoy the little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I'm excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Hey friends, welcome back to High Five Motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and today we are going to dive into 10 systems all moms need to have a clean kitchen consistently. Let's dive right in. All right, well, welcome back. Okay, I have been thinking, you know, there's just so many good systems, so many amazing, you know, meaty things that are so great about motherhood and homemaking that really make it easy And I want to really dive into each of those systems that have really changed my life because I came from a very hot mess mom place and I feel like I'm still there. I'm not perfect, right? But I feel like I've come a long way. And so the things that have helped me out, I'd really like to share with you so that hopefully it can help lift your burden too because us as moms and wives and homemakers, we get really busy and it's hard to keep up on all the things. So this is a great way to keep your kitchen clean consistently. So. 10 tips, okay? 10 systems. These are how it works. Starting with number one, unload the dishwasher every morning, okay? And this can be a great kid chore. This doesn't necessarily have to be used. So think about automate, delegate, and eliminate, right? So obviously we can eliminate it. We can delegate it or we can automate it, okay? So we can make it go every single day, have a routine where we do it every single morning. We're emptying that dishwasher or our child is, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be any one specific person, but just getting that job done every morning will make it that much easier throughout the day. And I'm going to tell you why. System number two, make sure that you have the empty dishwasher ready to go in the morning so that you can then load all of your dirty dishes throughout the day. This is how kitchen dishes pile up, okay? If you do not have an empty dishwasher there's no place for all the dirty dishes to go. You already have dirty dishes piled up in the dishwasher. So all the dirty dishes pile up in one sink and then they pile in another and then they pile on the counters. And there's just so much junk. And then before you know it, you have no dishes that are clean and you can't cook. So it becomes a trickle effect of all these negative things because one little thing piled up. So if we can nip that in the bud, then we can make our days so much easier and keep our kitchen clean, right? So load the dishes throughout the day. If you are making a meal, if you are doing a snack, if you are drinking a little glass of water, whatever it is you're doing, the baby needs a bottle, whatever, rinse it right then or scrub it with soap, whatever it is you need to do, whether you hand wash it or load the dishwasher, put it in the dishwasher. Don't even rinse it and leave it in the sink. That's better to rinse it and leave it in the sink, but it's even better to put it in the dishwasher. So there's not even a chance of anything piling up. Even rinse dishes won't pile up. Everything goes into the dishwasher. That makes the pile up not a problem. Tip number three, use one cup or water bottle per person per day with the exception of juice, milk, and soda, right? So if you have 
a cup and it's full of juice or whatever, you're not going to use that same cup throughout the entire day. It's going to get sticky. Juice doesn't last all day long unless it's in the fridge and you don't want spills. So obviously you would use that, you know, one cup for your juice, milk or soda or whatever, and then rinse that and put the right, that right into the dishwasher. But the thing that has helped our family is not even doing cups throughout the day. We literally have one water bottle assigned per person and we have a little, um, water purification system. And on top of that little, um, water machine, we have a place that says water bottles only. And I put a label on it because I wanted to make sure that we only have water bottles there. I'm so sick of cups spilling all over the floor and having to clean up the messes. So each child is allotted one water bottle per day and they keep it on top of that water machine. So anytime that they want a drink of water, they can get it from their water bottle. If their water bottle is empty, they go right there to the water machine to fill it up and then they can drink it again. So we're not having to constantly go through cups because we were going through, I would say to be completely honest, probably four to eight cups per person per day because they just would drink one and throw it in the sink. They wouldn't rinse it or put it in the dishwasher or whatever. And it was piling up and we never had cups that were clean. So we've decided to make it a rule that we only use one water bottle, sorry, one water bottle per person per day. And it's made a world of difference to not have things pile up. So try it out and see if that works for you. System number four, use paperware for snack time or when you have guests or um, just when you have too many dishes and there's just too much to do. Don't make more work for yourself. Just go ahead, use some paper plates. It's not going to kill you. You can use some paper plates or paper bowls, plasticware, paper cups, whatever it is that you need to use, and then throw them away, recycle them, whatever, right? Then you're not having to have all of those things pile up constantly. You can get the dishes down to the bare minimum or all in the dishwasher, and then you can, you know, stop using the paperware. But when you have things piled up, Use paperware for a little bit to get yourself back into maintenance mode where you can handle the pile of dishes and get it back down to everything in the dishwasher. System number five, wipe down messes right away. You know those sticky, ooey gooey messes? Somebody spills a little bit of jam or peanut butter or someone spills a little bit of juice or a bottle of milk or whatever it is. Anything can become sticky super quick. And if you don't realize it, Sometimes it's just kind of a clear mess, so you don't really see it, but everyone steps through it and it tracks throughout your whole house and makes you deal with more messes and more cleanup than is necessary. So if you wipe them down right away from the counter, stools, chairs, tables, stovetop, whatever, after every use, you don't have to worry. And it's just a quick spot mop, you know, like a, a spot wipe up and clean. It's not, you don't have to do the entire counter all at once. You just do the one spot where it's messy so at least that messy, sticky spot is not going to spread. And then after meals and snack time and stuff, then yes, wipe down the surfaces from the chairs to the counters and all that. But at least get those sticky messes cleaned up. Anything that's spilled right when it happens, it's less stress, less buildup, and you can do it right then super quick. It takes literally 10 seconds or less. It's not a big deal. It makes life easier. System number six, sweep floors and spot mop daily. Now, daily is great. That's a great start. However, it's even better if you can do this after every meal. And yes, that's going to be at least four to five times a day because you have three meals 
and one or two snacks depending on how little your kids are, right? Sometimes we have a morning snack. Sometimes we have just an afternoon snack. Sometimes we have both depending on what ages our kids are and where they're at. So it's a lot, but at the same time, if you do it after every meal, it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit of sweeping, just getting the few little crumbs that are under their chair and calling it good. If you wait till the end of the day, it's a huge mess. It takes way longer. And then you have no energy at the end of the day. You're super tired and you just want to go to bed. So it probably doesn't end up happening. And then you have that much more to add on to all of the messes that are going to happen the next day that you then have to clean up. And sometimes it piles up and piles up to where you get overwhelmed. It's not worth it. Nip those little things in the bud when you can and just get the little stuff done, right? Just do a little sweep, a little wipe down, a little, you know, get rid of the mess, do a little dish, whatever it is. The little things are what counts. All those little things, those consistent habits done consistently make things so much better. And that's how you keep a clean space. Number seven. Okay. So think, leave no trace. Okay. Think about, you know, when you are hiding in the pantry and everything's been crazy and you just want a little piece of chocolate, but you don't want to share, right? So you go in there, you hide, you close the door, you can turn the light off, like keep it off so it's like super secretive. Eat your little piece of chocolate, hide the wrapper and have no evidence, right? Leave no trace. Nobody is allowed to see that mommy had a little chocolate, right? This is what we're thinking about when we think leave no trace with our kitchen, okay? So think about that and think about washing your dishes while the food is cooking. Like when you're making dinner, just go ahead and take those dishes, rinse them off real quick. It's like a quick 10 minute rinse, chuck them in the dishwasher and voila, you have no dishes in the sink and you don't have to clean up after dinner except for wiping down counters and table and maybe like sweeping the floor. Like that's it. You don't have to do all the dishes. You don't have to clean up all the food. You're doing that as you're doing dinner, which means that you're doing it while you still have some energy. When you are done eating dinner, your energy is so low. You are so tapped out. It is time to rest and relax and rejuvenate, right? It's time for the kids to go to bed and for you to have a chill moment. And it's not the time to do all the cleaning because you're kind of done. You're tapped out for the day. Like that's the day, the day, that's the time when moms just kind of check out. Those witching hours are rough. They really are when you're in the thick of it, when you've got a bunch of little ones at home, it's hard, you know? And this is a way that you can make it so much easier for you and your family so you guys can have a more relaxing and restful night. Just have everyone pitch in and help out, like enlist the troops, right? Enlist all the kids and get your spouse on board and work together as a family to make dinner, to clean up dinner while dinner's cooking. Have them help you set the table. And, you know, you can even set food out in Tupperware containers that, you know, hopefully you have pretty ones, but if you don't, whatever, um, you can set it out and have everyone eat from it. And then whatever's left over, you just put the lid on it and pop it in the fridge. Like bada beam, bada boom, dinner's cleaned up, no problem. Or you can have it in meal prep containers ready to go. So like have those meal prep containers out on the table or counter. So as soon as dinner's done, you pop them into meal prep containers and, you know, put in your car protein and, um, fats or whatever your vegetables, fruits, whatever it is that you have, put them all in that container, pop the lids on them. And then you've got lunch for the next few days for you and your spouse and your kids, depending on, you know, how much you have left over. So there's lots of ways that you can make dinner cleanup super easy. But the biggest thing I would say is to leave no trace as you are in the process of cooking dinner or whatever it is, you know, in the process of making snack or whatever, 
Okay, so wash the dishes while your food is cooking and load the dishwasher. And then also, if you have some pans that are just kind of full of junk, you know, like eggs when they get stuck on something and it was supposed to be a nonstick pan, but it's not, you know, those kind of pans, um, go ahead and just throw a little bit of dish soap in there and some water. You can even squeeze a little bit of lemon juice because the acidity helps to clean the pans. And you can let them soak during dinner. So all you have to do is a quick like scrub and rinse and throw it in the dishwasher or hand wash it right after dinner. And it's only that one or two pans that you need to do rather than all of the dinner dishes, right? What helps with this also is having all of the kids wash their own dishes after dinner as well. So you're not having to do all the dishes that you cooked with, all the dishes that were set out for uh, presenting the meal, right? And all of the dishes that people are using plus cups and all the things, right? It adds up. So if we can get as much as we can done during the actual cooking process, it makes after dinner work light and easy. And it is refreshing to know that you don't have to do a lot after dinner. Like really, this makes your life easier. Even though it's a few steps to do before dinner, just a few extra things, it actually is so much better. Don't wait till you're digesting to clean. I promise you, you won't have the energy and it won't end up getting done. Then the next morning, you wake up to a really messy kitchen, and that's no fun to start the day off when you feel like you're already behind, right? So with system number seven, make sure to do all you can to leave no trace. I just want to pause for a second, and I want you guys to think about what I'm talking about and not think I have to do every single system that she's talking about right now and perfectly, or I'm not a good mom, wife, and homemaker, right? That's not at all where I'm going with this. I hope you know that these are tons of different systems that are built upon each other and that come throughout time. It's not something that's going to be a one and done thing and you just get it and then you do it and you do it perfectly and you do every single step all the time. It doesn't work like that. It's going to take time to build this into your routine. So start with number one, just start with unloading the dishwasher each morning and even have one of your kids do it as their chore. Don't even have to be the one to do it. Have others help you out, right? Start with one simple habit and then just like Atomic Habits with James Clear, do that habit stacking where you, you've you got your dishwasher unloaded every single morning. So then that um, that day after you've unloaded the dishwasher, you're going to be then habit stacking. You're going to stack all of the dirty dishes in that dishwasher that's empty. So you do when then statements, right? When I empty my dishwasher, then I will load it throughout the day. When I load it throughout the day, then I will start it at night, right? So when then, as soon as you have a habit you're already doing, then you can add to it. But don't try to add every single one of these habits all at once. Again, these are systems and systems take time. As much as we want to do it all at once and, you know, get the gold, get that gold prize right there, that gold star after every single night, it's not going to happen. And it, and even if you know all these systems, you still will slip up and you'll have times where you're tired and you don't get it all in and you may have times where you feel like a failure because you just feel like you can't get your kitchen system down and that's okay. Okay. It's okay to not do everything, but it's not okay to make yourself feel like a failure. It's not okay to get down on yourself like that. Like, yes, things are not going to be perfect, but just do the best that you can in the season you're in. And remember to give yourself grace while you're at it, because there's a lot going on in all of our lives and we're not perfect, but we're going to do the best we can to try to implement these systems to make our life easier, our family's life easier, and to make our home feel happier, calm, and more full of joy. 
because it's clean, it's organized, and it's just a place where you actually want to be. You want to hang out and enjoy, you know, it smells good. It doesn't smell like dirty dishes and dirty diapers and dirty trash, right? We don't like the smell of dirty. (laughs) It reminds me of Tangled, like the Disney show, oh my gosh, where I can't even remember what his name is. But anyways, he's the one that is loving Rapunzel. I think I could be totally off on this. But anyways, this is totally a random tangent. (laughs) And he's just like, overall, it just kind of smells like the color brown. Like we want to stay away from smelling like the color brown in our house. Okay. Even though it's a thing and it really does happen. We all can attest to that. And I'm totally raising my hand right now saying this has happened to me (laughs) in our house. But the point is to try to get our house to smell more like, I don't know, white, light and bright and airy and happy, clean, organized, like like a fresh load of laundry just came out of the dryer, right? Or your dishes just were cleaned and you just, um, you know, have a diffuser of lemon going and it just smells so good, that lemon oil, you know, just happy, yummy, delicious smells and a home that's clean and organized. Like picture what your home is going to look like and feel like for you to really get that why behind what goals and habits you're trying to achieve. Don't just do the habit because you're supposed to do the habit, right? Do it because you want to, and you want the results from the actions that you're taking to create these habits, right? Okay. Back zoning in. Oh my gosh. I can't even think of the word tangent. Thank you. (laughs) Moving on, right? We're going back to our systems. Okay. Focus. So system number eight. Each family member cleans up 10, count them, 10 items and puts away from dinner mess and washes their own dishes and loads them in the dishwasher, okay? So there are three responsibilities for every single person after dinner and you are not the only one to do that. This is not mom's job. This is not dad's job. It's not even just the kid's job. It's a family job. Everyone helped make the mess. Everyone helps clean up. We all pitch in because we all are a part of the mess and we're all living in the same house. So as housemates, we work together to make things happen. You can choose what number you want. It doesn't necessarily have to be 10. So remember, forget perfectionism, throw it out the window, just do what works for your family. But these these are systems that work for your family as long as you implement it and make it adjusted to what your family's needs are, okay? So for us, we say every single person cleans up 10 items because we all know there's going to be quite a bit left over from dinner, right? So that may be that they put away the the dressings. They put away the, you know, a few little food items and put them in the fridge. They might wipe up a spill that happened. They might um, throw away some garbage that was left on the table, whatever it is, okay? There's going to be probably at least 10 things each person can pick up. But if there's not, they're at least trying to look for 10 items. If you give a distinct number to your kids of what to clean up and um, like how many things to clean up, they remember that number and they try to do that until they hit that number because there's a goal. There's an end in sight. As soon as I get 10 things, I can be done and I can go, you know, get in the bath or I can go watch a show, whatever it is you guys do after dinner, right? But if there's no end in sight, it's not as likely to get done And the kids are not really going to necessarily want to do it because there's no end in sight. It's just when it's cleaned up, then it's cleaned up. Well, when is that? What, what's the, what's the end in mind here? I want to begin with the end in mind. What is it that I'm looking to do? Right. They're always looking for 
when is it finished? When am I done with this job so I can then go play or I can then go do this or that, right? So giving them a distinct number makes it easy, makes it so there's an end in sight. They feel like they're helping out. Dinner and the mess gets cleaned up quickly because everyone's working together as a team. And then you could also play together as a team. So in our home, our kind of motto is work hard, play hard, right? So if we work hard together as a team, we can play hard together as a team. But if we don't work, we don't play. We've got to have both. You got to have the responsibility to go along with the reward. Okay. So um, system number nine, run the dishwasher at night, even if it's only half full. That's key. Okay. A lot of us think, well, if it's not completely full, I'm not going to run it. I'm not going to waste the water or whatever. I'll just do it tomorrow. Well, tomorrow comes and then we think the same thing the next night. Well, it's not completely full, whatever. And then you have things pile up. It just, it happens. Or somebody doesn't realize because the system was already in place, right? They don't realize that you left it not washed. And so they start putting the dirty dishes in the cupboards. And then you have people eating off of dirty dishes and your house starts to stink. People are starting to get sick. There's junk on your glasses where people are like, what is living in that? (laughs) Or how long has that been there, right? Not as exciting or acceptable when you have company over too, right? So I think the biggest thing is regardless of how full it is, it's the consistency that is key. It's the consistency of doing the same thing over and over and over, creating that habit and not stopping it so that it continues to happen. And it continues to happen so much so that it becomes automated. Okay. This is another thing that we had talked about earlier where we automate, delegate, or eliminate. These are the three things that make your house a home. They make your home run smoothly. When you learn to automate things, creating systems, okay, learn to delegate, having the kids and and others help out, not just you, not putting the entire burden solely on your shoulders because that's not how it should be, right? Or we eliminate things. If it's too much, too stressful, you're feeling too much overwhelm, too much toy clutter, too many things happening in the house, it's time to eliminate some stuff. It's time to declutter. It's time to take it down a notch, not do so many extracurricular activities. It's time to clean a little less, to do a little more meaningful things and a little less of the crazy, right? You've got to find that balance. We all do. Number 10, our system number 10, just three things that kind of go hand in hand and kind of like the kitchen shutdown routine, finish everything up and make it sparkle before bed. Hey, we made it. System number 10, our last one. Okay. This is where we just kind of shut down the entire kitchen and leave it sparkling. Okay. This is the end of the end of the night. And you, at this point, after you finish this last system, you can relax and enjoy the night. And by the way, this shouldn't happen at 11 o'clock or midnight or whatever, which it does sometimes, I get that, but that shouldn't be routine and ritual, right? Do this system, number 10, after you've done all your other systems, finish number 10 early in the evening, around the time you put the kids to bed so you can actually enjoy the evening with your spouse or, you know, by yourself if you're a single mom or whatever, like enjoy time without children to be you and to have your own evening routine, to be able to relax and unwind and get ready for bed, right? We need to prepare ourselves for sleep, just like we prepare our kids for sleep with baths and bedtime routine and bedtime stories and scriptures and prayers and all the things, you know, whatever it is that you do with your family, that helps prepare them for bed. It prepares their minds. We start turning the lights down, turning lamps on and turning overhead lights off and all those kinds of things to 
get things ready, closing the blinds, you know, the day itself, right? It gets darker, the sun goes down, and then the moon comes up. Things change at night to help it to kind of present itself for us to sleep, right? So we can do the same thing for ourselves. And how we can do this is by finishing system number 10 before or right around the time that our kids are in bed so that we can then enjoy our own evening routine, okay? So this looks like this, cleaning your sink. And I don't mean your dishes in your sink. That's already done. I mean cleaning your actual sink. This should be a nightly ritual. It shouldn't be something that's just left for deep cleaning every once in a blue moon, right? The dishes are loaded with bacteria and junk all over them, which means your sink gets loaded with all that. And then you just kind of rinse it down, but still all the bacteria is living there and thriving (laughs) because it's hot and moist generally, which is perfect for bacteria and illness to thrive. And you wonder why your family's getting sick all the time, right? Or why your house stinks. Well, maybe it's your drain, you know, your disposal. Maybe it's your sink itself. Maybe there's something growing on the inside of it, right? (laughs) This is something that I think a lot of us overlook. And it's a very simple thing. It doesn't take a lot. I mean, you can literally just spray vinegar and water and a little bit of Dawn dish soap And if you really want to get fancy, add a little essential oil like lemon or something for it to smell, get that good, fresh, clean scent or whatever. It doesn't have to be chemicals, right? You can do whatever you want. If you're a chemical person, you can do something like soft scrub or comet or some sort of, you know, bleach antibacterial type thing. You can even just simply use Dawn dish soap if that's all you have on hand. Whatever it is, just use something that can get rid of the bacteria and use your little scrubber and scrub all the sides and the bottom of it and the little drain disposal area, not like down deep inside it. That would be a deep cleaning project, right? But, or you can put those little tabs, those little disposable tabs that are like, I don't know, lemon scent or something like that. And you drop them in your disposal and you turn the disposal on and it like sprays the whole disposal and kind of grinds it all up, having kind of cleaner in a sense all in there. And it helps to clean that area and help it to smell good. If you're starting to get weird brown type smells from your disposal, right? So that's another thing you can do. And then you just rinse it all down with some hot water so it's nice and clean and shiny before bed. Shiny sinks before bed are the best. And waking up to a shiny sink is even better because that means you don't have to do all of that work in the morning. You can wait until that evening, okay? So um, clean sink surfaces, stools, and chairs. Okay. This is not just your sink. This is any surface really. So your sink, yes, it goes down, but it's still a type of service. And that, and that can be your handles, you know, wipe down your handles to your sink and your soap dispenser and your faucet and all that too. make that all shine. And it's real quick. It can literally take you, I don't know, 30 seconds to a minute to quickly scrub all that down. It doesn't take very long, especially as you get in the habit of it, but make sure that again, All the dishes are out of the sink. They're all in the dishwasher and then scrub that sink down and rinse it. Do your surfaces. Do a quick um, multi-purpose spray or your homemade, you know, cleaner, whatever it is that you want to use to clean your countertops, stools, um, chairs, table, all the things, right? Stovetop, whatever. Spray it all down, wipe it all down, rinse it and call it good. Okay, so biggest thing is clean that sink and make it shiny, okay? Wipe down surfaces, stools, chairs, table, and stovetop. Just get all the crumbs off, make it shine. Make everything in your kitchen shine real quick. Don't do it super crazy and take forever on it. It should only take you a few minutes, okay? It should just be a real quick thing. 
Make sure you've swept and spot mopped your floors. So again, we're getting all of the crumbs up and all of the sticky and always start from the top down when cleaning. Because if you sweep all the floors first and then wipe all the counters down, you're going to probably get some crumbs back on the floor from wiping off the counters, even if you're trying to wipe it into your hand. So making your life easier, start at the top. Okay. The highest point wipe down those counters and everything, and then move down to stools and chairs, then move down to the floor. So it just makes your life easier. Okay. Top down and cleaning. All right. Also take any dirty rags, um, like your washcloths, whatever it is that you use to clean your countertops and things, um, your hand towels, your hot pads, whatever tends to get dirty in your kitchen, wash them every night. And I know that sounds like a lot, but it's not, especially if you're only doing the ones that you use that day. So my hand towels in my kitchen, I wash them every night. I put a new hand towel up every single night, or I'm sorry, I take the dirty hand towel down every single night and every single night right after I put on a new hand towel. So the next morning I have good, clean hand towels that I can use that day. They get wet, they get stinky, they get mildewy, they can get bacteria or food stuck on them. And they can stain too, okay? So it's really important to just toss those in the wash every single night. And your um, rag, especially in your sink, even with soap on it, it can get scummy and mildewy and bacteria grows on it, even if there's soap on it, believe it or not. So get those things cleaned, wash them. Don't just let them be, (laughs) okay? It really does make a difference. And it's nice to know that that next morning you can dry your hands on a clean towel and not get like avocado smeared on your fingers or something from the night before, right? Or your hot pads when you go to set it on the table and it's got like black bean juice that's dried on it and crusty and like falling off and making a mess and things like that, right? Like it's just not, it's not great. It just really isn't. It's gross to have crusty things. And again, if you have company over, that's the last thing they want to see is things that look really dirty and grimy. And they're like, I'm going to be eating off of this. Gross, right? (laughs) So make it clean. Even if it's just for your family, not necessarily for company, just keep things clean. Throw them in the wash that night. You, You have like maybe two hand towels and a dish rag, right? Just three items. Toss those in the wash with something else they tend to be pretty soft towels anyways, so it's okay to put them in with whatever load you're doing. If you're doing a load of colors, it's fine, right? Probably not jeans or something like that or whites if you're going to bleach it or something, but for the most part, you can throw it in with just about any load, okay? Are you ready to take on tomorrow, relax, and unwind tonight? Are you ready to do this? I think you can. Like, I totally believe in you. And I think it's not going to be as hard as it seems. Yes, these are a lot of systems, okay? And this is just 10. There's so many more systems you can add on to this if you want. But right now, just start with one. Just start somewhere, okay? It doesn't necessarily even have to be one. It can be any one of these, okay? Or one that you come up with on your own. Just start creating systems to make your home more manageable, So there's less stress, less overwhelm and chaos for you and your family. And you guys can enjoy a lot more joy, calm, serenity, peace, and happiness. Okay, we made it here. We made it through all 10 systems, guys. This is awesome. So now you know exactly what you can do to make your kitchen shine every single day. And it's super easy to leave no trace. Okay, you've got this. So let's just do a quick recap of all of our 10 things that moms need to have a clean kitchen consistently, okay? Number one, unload dishwasher each morning. 
Okay. Number two, load dirty dishes throughout the day. Three, use one cup or water bottle per person per day. Four, use paperware for snack time to cut back on extra dishes or when you have company or honestly, whenever you need it, (laughs) it's okay to use it. Number five, wipe down messes right away, including counters, stools, chairs, table, and stovetop after every use. Number six, sweep floors and spot mop daily. But even better if you can do this after every meal, (laughs) not just every once in a while or just once a day, especially when we have little ones, you need to do it as often as possible. Seriously, as, as, as many messes as you see, when you see a mess, clean it up, right? Number seven, think leave no trace, okay? Wash dishes while you use them, while food is cooking, load the dishwasher while all of dinner is happening, okay? And soak dishes if needed. Eight, each family member cleans up 10 items and puts away from dinner mess and washes their own dishes and loads them in the dishwasher. All of that can happen for each person and not just mom. Nine, run the dishwasher at night. Even if it's half full, run it. And lastly, leave the kitchen shining. Okay. Okay. So I kind of threw this into a fun little list of 10. And then I'm going to take you into a little poem as a reminder that I made up from yours truly. (laughs) And it's just to give you a little giggle today. Okay. So the recap for kitchen cleaning systems. One, empty every morning. Two, load all day. Three, one bottle per person. Four, paperware is your friend. Five, wipe it down right away. Six, check floors daily, preferably after each meal. Seven, leave no trace. Eight, everyone does 10 things plus their own dishes and loads them in the dishwasher. Do your fair share, right? Um, Nine, run dishwasher at night. And 10, leave the kitchen shining. And then toss all of those dirty rags, hand towels, and hot pads into the laundry if needed. Okay, so here's my little poem I came up with just for kicks. I decided, you know what, if they need a reminder, maybe I can make something catchy, some little like poem to remember their kitchen system so that it just makes it that much more exciting and fun because then you can say this little poem to your kids and have it ingrained in their brains and then they can do it and go along with you and you could like recite it together. It'd be great, right? So here is for just a fun laugh today, okay? Empty every morning, load throughout the day. One bottle per person and paperware is okay. Wipe it down, sweep it up. Leave no trace, clean 10 things up. Run it nightly and shine it up. Toss in the bin and now you've finished up. There you are. From yours truly (laughs) at High Five Motherhood. On Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022, here is a poem written by me to you. Happy Mother's Day. I hope you have a wonderful Mother's Day weekend and take some time off. Enjoy your weekend with your family. Relax, unwind, and just enjoy your weekend. And you can start all of these fun systems and things next week, but enjoy your Mother's Day. Thank you so much for listening. I'm glad that you're here with me and that I get a chat with you. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. All right, until next time, go on over and check us out on our Facebook group at High Five Motherhood Mamas Group, or come on over and hang out with us on Instagram at High Five Motherhood. For more mom life hacks, homemaking, productivity and time management tips and tricks, organization ideas, recipes, 
meal prep and planning and more. Okay. There's so much information on there that you can enjoy in between each episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you found value in today's episode or from this podcast in general, take a quick screenshot of this podcast and share it on your stories on Instagram or post it on Facebook. Cause remember sharing is caring. <laughs>Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.